This is Sick and Wrong, America's number one source for antisocial commentary. Brought to you by the Reach Around Foundation. Welcome to podcast number nine. Sick and Wrong, America's source for antisocial commentary. I'm one of your hosts, D. Simon. I'm your other host, Lance Wackerly. Howdy. We're back. This is good. This is good, Lance. This is podcast number nine. We've almost done ten full podcasts. But anyways, uh, Lance, how was the weekend? Uh, the weekend was fine, but I was kind of annoyed yesterday. Um, this is kind of weird. My girlfriend uh, sends me a text message saying, uh, blah, 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 my day is going shitty, you know, usual text message stuff. And at the end saying, oh, yeah, and I saw a guy's penis today. Which isn't what you want to hear from your girlfriend. But you, you haven't. Okay. Well, let me just give some background here. Your girlfriend lives in L.A. Right. Right. And so you don't. You know. You 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 carry on a, a large portion of your relationship on the phone and text messages and text messaging back and forth. Right. So it's the the regular long term relation, long, long distance. distance relationship. And uh, the first thing she says to you is she saw a dick. No, it was the last thing she mentioned. A bunch of you know the normal daily text message type stuff, and at the end, oh yeah, and I saw. So a she penis. text messaged you. I saw a penis. Right. So I, you know, <laughs> did she give any explanation? Well, I mean, I think I, I can't remember. I think I, I called her, you know, after work and was like, well, what's up with this penis you saw? And so she goes on to tell me that, you know, she was kind of traumatized. Oh, hold, certain... hold on one second. I, I never want to have to say that to my girlfriend. What kind of penis did you see? <laughs> yeah, so uh, what kind of penis did you see today? <laughs> right. It's, it's just kind of weird. It, I guess it's worse than, like, what kind of penises did you see before we dated? This is like, what kind of penis did you, did see, you see today, today? that a... was probably better than mine? Yeah, very, very cryptic text message. Well, anyway, so she goes okay. on to say it was kind of like a flashing incident, right? This never happens. Guys never get flashed by women or dudes, I don't think. Or maybe we just say, hey, dude, put your cock back. So she was flashed by a pervert? Well, here's she kind of described it as a flashing, but I'm going to like get to the point she she just she was in she was like in a store or waiting for the atm or something and uh and she noticed like this guy going up to other customers or other people waiting for the atm and she was kind of like what's that guy doing he's just sort of going up and talking to random people it wasn't clear what he's doing and she noticed he had these like like really flimsy white pants on once again it's la <laughs> so it's probably warm down there and she described flimsy white pants so she described it as like these were white flimsy pants that had been washed a lot of times so they were kind of see-through almost transparent well the point that i made is like i got a male stripper or something (laughs) the point that i made is i have jeans and stuff that i've had forever and i've washed them a million times and you still can't see my penis but apparently these pants you could see what color were these pants white white okay so you know i mean you can get an idea of like a wet t-shirt content maybe she was sweating through the pants anyways maybe maybe he urinated so she saw his cock which was kind of annoying but what kind of really annoyed me is she felt uh she felt it necessary to say oh and he was a black guy to which to which (laughs) case i said so (laughs) so what do i care if it was a black guy well yeah i think she was just providing background well and then she said well you know what i'm talking about which I take to mean, he so was he, a black guy. She could have just said, oh, and I probably should mention, his dick was a lot bigger than yours. So was she implying, I saw an enormous penis today. Well, bigger than yours. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I, listeners can probably tell I'm not a black guy, but... So she might as well have just I said that, it. right? She might as well have just said, I saw a penis, and it was a lot bigger than yours. It was like <laughs> twice to three times the well, size. Well, essentially, that's what she said. That's what she said. 
so is that true? Is that, I mean, wait, no, but hold, hold on a second, real real quick here. Let me let me just backtrack. So she she was standing there, and then she kind of looked down, and she noticed that this guy has a huge dick underneath his white transparent pants, right? And then felt the need to text message that to you. I saw a penis today. Well, I think she left wherever she was and got to work, and then sent her normal text message, and had to point that out that that was part of her day. Dude, you know what's so weird about this is today, you know, you know how I started working out again. Just Did you recently. Work it back in again? No, no. I started. I, you know, I had this membership to a gym. I haven't been in like six months, and and now that I'm 31 years old, I feel the need to start working out again. So getting a little I, flabby. I, th- I think I'm getting a little flabby, and I'm just thinking, you know, maybe I should just work out again and <clears throat> look good for the bitches. But anyways. Uh, I was at the gym in Oakland, and I usually don't go work out in Oakland. I usually work out in the city. But I was in, in the gym in Oakland today, and there's this black guy that was, like, changing right next to me. And, and the dude's just like, I mean, he must have got out of the shower or something, but he's just kind of walking around, butt naked. And, you know, I couldn't help but notice this man's dick was massive. I mean, I swear to God, it, it, it just was weird. I was, like, almost humbled. I'm like, you know what? The question has been answered. You know, there's no longer a question in my mind, are black people hung you know, larger than white people. They are. But can't can't the argument be made that you just saw a guy with a really big dick? Dude, there were black? like five black guys. Oh, so there was a large sample. Uh, I mean, I never really, you know, I, first of all, I don't look at that many dicks. You know, I, I don't get to see that many dicks. I mean, I, I guess you do in porn, but porn's different. Porn's... Dude, do you want to see my dick right no, now? No, I don't, I don't even want a basis of comparison It here. seems like everybody's telling me that they see all kinds of cocks that are bigger than mine, and it's giving me a complex. Are you getting a complex here? Well, dude, I mean, there's, there's, there's like, you know, there's, <clears throat> there's credence to what she was saying here. I mean, it, it's true. I, I was just, like, shocked, kind of. I'm just like, you know, I, I'm not even going to... I, I'm just going to change real quick and get the hell out of here. You know, get the hell out of this locker room because I'm just stunned. I was astonished. Yeah. You know, dude, I mean, I swear and to God. you kind of getting a chubby? Yeah, you know, I was, I was a little turned on. Slobbering. I, I, I was a little turned on. But no, but anyways, I, I was just kind of like, Jesus, dude. You know, I, I remember like Eddie Murphy had that whole bit on like black men's dicks, you know, being hung. Well, no, he was saying that, uh, you know, like white guys are like, oh, no, they're they're the same size as ours. <laughs> and, uh, and Eddie Murphy's like, yeah, right. You want me to pull my shit out? But um, it's true, though, dude. Yeah. This guy's dick was huge. But, so I'm sure Heather, you, you know, your girlfriend was right. saying the same thing. She was just like, I saw this huge cock. Maybe. I mean, maybe I should feel good about it. If it was like a white guy with a with a cock much bigger than mine, then she'd be like, well, what the fuck am I settling for? Well, dude, I always thought that Jews, you know. But I mean, growing up, I always thought, well, Jews have large cocks because of Ron Jeremy. Ron Jeremy's Jewish, and Ron Jeremy has like, you know, hey, dude, what did I tell you? Dong. What did I tell you about believing all the shit that your mom used to tell you? <laughs> well, my mom did sleep with Ron Jeremy once, but um, no. But what I was saying is like, you know, I always thought Jews had large dicks. But all the, right, let's just. I, wanna just is, I just want to stop this right proven. now. I just want to stop this foolishness right now. Just get onto your story with this but, but Jews you, with big dicks. Do you dicks feel thing. inadequate though? I just feel like I wish he wouldn't have seen it. So now, now are you going to have performance anxiety when you, when well, you see her again? Well, now I'm just going to have to, you know, because they say, well, it's not the size of how much you, it's <laughs> what you do with it. Well, you know, I like kind of not doing that much with it. Now I'm going to have to go the extra, you know, nine yeah, yards. Now you're going to have to engage in foreplay to make well, up for yeah, the girth. Right. To and, make uh, up for the lack of girth. Probably some cunnilingus. Yeah, I think you're going to have to go the it's whole just, nine It's just I'm going to have to now, you know, compensate for, for the difference. So are you going to bring this up again when you see her this weekend? I'm going to try not to, but I'm sure I'll... Dude, it's hard. In state, I'll probably bring it up. It's hard to avoid the issue. Uh, I'm sure she's probably going to bring it up again. Hopefully, she does mid coitus. 
Yeah, like, that'd be great. Could you imagine like having sex with a black guy? I'd be like, no, <laughs> I can't. <laughs> well, anyways, anyways, let's move on. But I, I just wanted to say that uh, you know, there's no longer a question in my mind. The myth has been proven. Apparently, multiple it, sources in a large sample. So okay, it's so, fine. Yeah, I'm it's fine true. With it. I'm gonna move on. It's true. I'm gonna settle settle myself with it and move on. Let's move on. Okay. Well, anyways, uh, yes, this is podcast number nine of the Sick and Wrong Show. And uh, the way the show works, I'll just recap real quick. Lance and I look for the most disgusting news items of the week, and we kind of compare them. And the winner, the person who has the most disgusting news item, wins a case of beer. And it's decided by the votes from the listener audience. And last week, I got three votes for my story about the CEO rabbit fucker. Well, I conceded in the middle of the show. I mean, I knew that I had, I, had, I liked my story, but it was no comparison to the. Dude, to the rabbit I got three fucker. votes. People were just like. Yeah, rabbit fucker all the way. I wish we got a bigger set of votes. Like you know, if so it was I'm enjoying like 50 this MGD votes, that I'm drinking right now. God damn it! I'm fucking twenty bucks poorer. So in light of my winning last week's competition, I guess I'll start the show off That's with uh, my article this week. That's so um, so yeah, let's move on right here. My article of the week for podcast number nine. Headline, I love this headline too. I actually, you know what's funny? I found this off of CNN. So this is a CNN article and it's current. Ooh, it happened today, March 1st. Um, face biter gets 15 years in prison. Is that just a good headline? This is kind of related to that other story you did about that woman who, bought, who bit her husband to death or similar? Kind of very similar. Yeah, very similar. Right. But this is a man biting his woman. So um, what happened? This happened actually. The biting took place uh, several months ago, but the guy was um, arraigned today. He um, ended up getting 15 years in prison. So this happened in White Plains, New York. A man who bit off a piece of his girlfriend's cheek was sentenced Wednesday to 15 years in prison after the victim told the judge that her injury was much more than physical. Totally swayed the jury. She'll never love again or something. <laughs> Dorothy Pritchett of uh, New, New Rochelle, New York, um, claimed today in court, or it was actually a little earlier this week, she claimed that when I was bitten and my flesh was spat at me, more than my <laughs> face was damaged. <laughs> Isn't that just a brilliant quote? Could you imagine being in that jury and just be like, so you're bitten, a piece of your face was bitten off, and it was spat back at you? Yeah, the, this guy is going to jail for a long time. Quote, unquote, the compassion and love I had in me was immediately killed. Pritchett's statement said, my courage and self-esteem was taken away. Man. I, I can't really imagine she's, how. I mean, she got her cheek bit off, but she's laying it on pretty thick. Dude, it's think? like, wow, cry baby. Got a <laughs> really? hole in your face. Who cares? I'd like to see her just going nuts. Like, that motherfucker bit my cheek off, <laughs> But I mean, anyways, Gareth White, 27 years old, was convicted of first and second degree assault in the attack that actually happened. This happened May 8th. So it happened uh, May 8th, 2005. So it happened a, a few months ago. He could have been sentenced to as much as 25 years. But state Supreme Court Justice Lester Adler noted that White had no previous felonies and that plastic surgery had repaired most of the disfigurement caused by the bite. So it's not that big of a deal. 
jury, ladies and gentlemen of the jury, she's fine. Dude, look at her. I mean, there's no hole in her face. There's no flesh just hanging out. She doesn't look like the guy from Hellraiser. No, you know, she's it, fine. It's, it's just like it's some, little, some 15 some, years in prison some, for you. There's some slight discoloration, but come on, people. She yeah. wasn't that good looking to begin with. <laughs> In fact, the the plastic surgery made her look better. So Hannibal Lecter, you only get 15 years. But anyways, uh, Gareth White, the uh, face biter, maintained his innocence throughout the trial. Denied everything. Even though the woman, and get this, this is my favorite part of the story. The, the woman actually brought in a uh, jar. Like the lawyers brought in a jar containing the flesh that was bitten off. Well, and plus she's the witness, They couldn't right? even reattach it. She's the witness. She saw him do it. Dude, she's she's the prosecutor. Yeah, the prosecutor witness. What does he, I mean, he say? Like, no, it wasn't me. I, that's my. I, that's what I understand. <laughs> that's another funny Eddie Murphy bit. Remember that when you get caught by your women doing something, the best thing to do is just totally. It's deny just completely it. deny. You it. can't really deny that though. But dude, that's kind of like a life lesson that I use in everything. It's just like you know, if if you're caught cheating on a test in high school, just completely deny until proven wrong. Right. If you're caught with a joint, just be like, it's not mine. No. I don't know. I don't know where this crack no. pipe came from. I didn't bite your face off, baby. But it's just kind of great that this guy had all this evidence just thrust, you know, thrown against him, and yet he's still denying it completely. Well, anyways, uh, he lost, so his his defense wasn't all that great. But about a year before the attack, White had moved in with Pritchett, his coworker, at an auto repair shop, and he lived with her and her four children. This is a new Rochelle. New York. So on May 8th, this is when the uh, the incident occurred, Mother's Day, which you should keep in mind, <laughs> they had a day-long argument that spilled out onto the street outside their house. Yeah, As I mean, they, they, they argued, had a day-long drinking binge, too, I'm sure. Did a, it's just like white trash Mother's Day, so apparently he didn't take her to Red Lobster. But anyways, um, as they argued, uh, white... White was uh, apparently was really incensed, got really upset with her. They're swearing at each other. He grabbed her head, pulled it forward, and bit her under the left eye, cutting through the nerves, the muscle, and the tissue. Then he spat the chunk of flesh, the bloody chunk of flesh, into her face, and it landed on the sidewalk. You know what I was thinking about this? What a great way to end an argument. It's what? just like, that guy just totally got the last word in. Hey, I do not hit women. <laughs> I do not hit a woman. It's my principle. But I'll I bite a, a bitch. <laughs> I'll bite the bitch's face off. But, but dude, I mean, I swear to God, it's just like, you know, what's your comeback after that? It's just like, hey, after you get a big chunk of your face bitten off, I mean, well, what do you say? I You just run around screaming till the cops get hot, you know, the EMT ambulance comes. What do you think Gareth said? Faced, that's you, <laughs> bitch. I mean, I'm sure she was speechless. It's just like what I don't understand is, you know, this is kind of even unusual for white trash. It's like she probably wasn't speechless, but every time she talked, she whistled. Because <laughs> <laughs> this big it, hole sweet, in her sweet. cheek. But how pissed do you have to be to do that? I mean, I've been in lots of fights with uh, many girlfriends, and never once have I raised, a, you know, raised a hand or you know, raise a bared tooth. my teeth, <laughs> raise a tooth against her. It's just like, Jesus, dude. It's like white trash are becoming rabid these days. Mm. Anyways, at the trial, Pritchett testified that um, the, the uh, defendant who was bitten testified that she has more surgery ahead of her and still feels burning sensations and numbness in the area. The prosecutor then held up a jar containing the flesh while urging the jury not to be fooled by the skillful plastic surgery. <laughs> I, I could just see the jurors just like, I'm completely disgusted. And so... um. 
On Wednesday, uh, her statement said that she has not been out alone since the attack. She refuses to go outside. She's scared. People may think that 25 years in prison may be too long for the damage that was done to me, but I'll be in this prison for the rest of my life. If I was on the defense team, part of my uh, defense of saying she looks fine, I would have held up the picture of that French woman next to her and be like, look at this. <laughs> now, this is a fucked up face. <laughs> the woman that got the face, the the face, face transplant. transplant. Right. Yeah, it's like, look like, at this, she this looks bitch. Fine. Look at uh, this French chick. I mean, she just got a little, little bit, a little nibble on the cheek. Is it that big of a deal? I don't know. Man. Anyways, on the sick and wrong scale, being that a big chunk of flesh was bitten off and then spat back into her face, I'm going to have to give this like an 8.5. Oh, 8.1. 8.1? Yeah. It's still pretty high on the sick and wrong scale. I mean, dude, not only is it disgusting that he bit her face off, he spat it back at her. It's just wrong. Did they say what they were arguing about? I didn't catch that. I think it was over... Uh, I think it was the fact that she bought Bud Light instead of Miller Light. Oh, right. Uh, you know, it's a good I'm white not trash quite sure. Recurring argument. Yeah, or, or uh, maybe it's because uh, I don't know. She refused to sign the waiver to let her face be shown on cops. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I don't know. There's no food in the house. <laughs> Actually, this would be great to see on cops. I'd love to see that. Yeah, but anyways, it was on Mother's Day, which is pretty cool. But yeah, so 8.1, or you give it 8.1, I give it 8.5. People in the audience, I invite you to vote on it. Send us an email, sickandwrongpodcast at hotmail.com. And uh, yeah, let me know what you think. And so Lance, uh, do you got your rebuttal here? Yeah, I think you, I can. You got a good story? I think I can bring something. Well, let's go. Lance Wackerly, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, so this uh, this article came out on Reuters today, so it's current. I want to reemphasize that. It's current because... Dude, mine came out May 1st. This is, I mean, this article was printed today. March 1st. It's March. Oh, my bad. March 1st. <laughs> uh, all right. Anyways, but so Hollywood is making a movie. That's big news, right? Hollywood's going to make a movie. Fancy <laughs> that. Um, this movie that they're going to make tells the tale of a fictional American criminal psychology student, Katie. I don't, probably nobody cares. Going to be played by Carrie Russell. Carrie she Russell? She was on some TV show. Maybe she's related to Kurt Russell. I don't know. Lesser known actress. But she's uh, this character is drawn in by the bizarre case of a Miwes-like character called Oliver Hartwin. So Miwes wait, is wait, a real guy. Miwes? And I'm going to... Oh, Melwes. Wait, I know where you're going with this. So, <laughs> the cannibal plot of the movie, cannibal, <laughs> so, more, wait, more chewing of flesh. Let me, let me just uh, ask you, so is this the movie about that German cannibal... Who ate that guy? Yes, it is. Melwes, Mr. Melwes, who actually, wasn't he found not guilty? He's found completely innocent of the murder. Well, let me just read the story, because okay. you, you right. don't have the facts. <laughs> Dude, it's all hearsay. So anyways, yeah. Um, the character in the movie, which Miwes, I think his name is. I don't think it's Melwes. Uh, Melwes is angry that he thinks this uh, story is too close to his own story, and uh, I guess in Germany that's illegal to to uh, make a movie about somebody's you know exact case that's still pending in court. So wait, how, what, what's the story? It's just so. So she's here's a the college story. student. Uh, the the Miwes character is a loner, uh, forced by a domineering mother when he's young to wear lederhosen at school. 
And also, when he was younger, he dreamed of an imaginary friend. This is kind of the backstory of the guy. Dude, I'd be pissed if I was forced to wear lederhosen. He grew up to become a computer repairman, just like the real-life guy. And uh, he's drawn to this website just dedicated to cannibalism, where he goes to this website. So the website dedicated to cannibalism isn't just people who want to eat people. It's also people go there who want to be eaten by other people. So on this website, he finds a guy, and they come to a mutually agreeable agreement. That's a retarded phrase. Okay, but a a mutual agreement here that... uh... This guy wants to be eaten, and this guy wants to eat him. In the movie... Much like real life. One of the lines from the movie, uh, the person that he meets on this website uh, says, I want you to bite off my thing. Are your teeth strong enough? (laughs) Hopefully the guy's not a black guy. (laughs) It's one of the starting lines. Um, later they, they meet at a railroad station. All this stuff is, is, they're saying that it's too close to the guy's real story. The director's saying, hey, it's just inspired by the events. It's not exact, but the real guy, the real life guy's argument is that it's like too close to his story and he still has pending litigation. He thinks it's going to sway potential jurors. The jury, yeah. They're going to see the movie and they're going to be like, this guy's a sick fuck. So they meet at the, <laughs> they meet at this, uh. As if you need to see the movie to determine that. They meet, they meet at this guy's, uh, at a railway station near this guy's house and, uh, the victim introduces himself with the line, I am your meat. <laughs> So Miwa's lawyer, uh, Harold Ermel, complains the film effectively portrays his cu- client as a beastly murderer. Uh, the mu- and, and the Beastly law- murderer. The, 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 the lawyer also says, the movie's confusing is a confusing blend of truth and fiction. The ending is all wrong. The victim is stabbed in a frenzy a dozen times in the movie. But wait, is the in reality the... it was just one stroke of the knife? <laughs> it's confusing. <laughs> but has the movie been made yet? No. So they're they're just reading the screenplay right. or the script, or maybe and... you know maybe they're watching daily returns. So what or happens in the movie? Does he just comp- repeatedly stab him and chop him up into little pieces and put him in a stew? It's basically the exact real life story, but this lawyer is like you know nitpicking small things like this, like oh he stabbed him a bunch of times in the movie, but my client only stabbed this person once. the The main argument <laughs> is that it's consensual, and in the movie they obviously portray it as this guy is like a predator he's a predator who goes on the internet and finds this guy and then so let's get him let's get back to the real life facts of the case the real computer repairman uh was originally melwes sent- or whatever Miwes mel it's some stupid ass german name that nobody can pronounce uh he was originally sentenced to eight and a half years for only for manslaughter but uh germany's supreme court was like fuck no dude this guy is a sick fuck Eight and a half years is not adequate. So they're trying, they're retrying him, which is why this guy's really pissed because they're going to make this movie that makes him out to look like a complete psychopath when the lawyer's trying to say, well, no, this was a mutually agreeable thing. The lawyer's trying to get it knocked down. Well, it's mid litigation. I mean, it's still pending this trial. The lawyer's trying to get it knocked down to just a euthanasia charge. You know, this guy killed another guy who wanted to be killed. Um,. So here, here, here's something specific for, specifically for you, D, because I know you get pissed off when um, foreign serial killers, uh, you know, turn out to be better than our serial killers. Just more prolific. I, so, it makes me mad. Miwa has only killed one man, unlike notorious American serial killer Jeffrey Dahmer, who practiced necrophilia on and ate some of his 17 male victims. Yeah. It's the Americans, <laughs> especially ones from Wisconsin. However, Miwa's uh, Miwe's case is unique because his victim wanted to be eaten. It was, you know, there was consent. 
I can't, it doesn't say, but I think I seem to remember that there's even like a document that they both signed or something saying, yes, I want this guy to eat me. Well, wasn't there email correspondence right. and he came over, records. he met him. And yeah. I mean, this guy, it was, a, it was like a fetish, a fetishistic act. Like this guy was getting off the whole time that his dick was cut off right. so, and Miwes was eating it. So here's some more of the lawyer's comments. Um, the lawyers argue he's only guilty, guilty of euthanasia, but the prosecutors are saying that since Mew has filmed the slaying for sexual gratification, <laughs> uh, he's tipped that should tip the scale towards murder. Now, you know, now that's kind of disgusting if you think about it. It's just like so this dude filmed the murder, filmed him cutting off the man's dick, and eating I, it, eating it. Now, remember he fried it and then ate it. Well, that's actually another interesting part that you don't have all the facts. Um. Miwa severed his victim's penis, penis, and they both tried to eat it, initially raw. They both tried to eat they it? They both tried to eat it, initially raw, God. and then they were like, even these sick fucks were like, dude, this is too disgusting. So <laughs> then they fried it. They fried it up, and we're like, okay, let's try to fry it. Meanwhile, this guy's like Bleeding losing all kinds death. of blood I mean, and getting <laughs> woozy. He's like, you know, hurry up with the fry, daddy. <laughs> So Let's that, throw that shit on the grill. That scene's also in the in the movie. Um, when the did he it, provide a tourniquet for his like you know cut off member? What is so he could enjoy lower, it? lower body? I mean, he cut off his cock. What do you tourniquet? The balls? <laughs> yeah, I guess I I don't know. I mean, <laughs> when in real life, when I've the never victim, done it before. When the victim fell unconscious, um, Miwes took him to his slaughter room in his home. He had a special room um, and slit the guy's throat. Pulled out his organs and chopped off his head. And uh, the lawyer's arguing... So was that, the guy living the whole time? Well, he was unconscious. And then, he, I mean, after that... After yeah, after that head, point, I mean, yeah. So that's it's pretty disgusting, trauma. right? It's pretty fucking It happened a while ago, but it's back in the news because, uh, you know, they're going to make a movie about it, which I will definitely see. So so the movie is is very similar to the story. And the reason that they're pissed off is it's the because it's going to bother. Story. It's the exact same story. But do you really think they're going to show it as be as graphic as that? Or, or, or is he going to cut the guy's dick off in the movie and then fry it up? And they're both going to eat a few chunks. Like here, you try some. No, you try some. God, I hope so. It's going to be great. I, I just don't see them being that graphic. You know, they're probably not even going to show that scene. It says they show him cutting out the guy's penis and they both try to eat it. So, in summation, like, well, what are they going to trying to do? Are they trying to block this movie, like, get a court injunction to block the movie being made? Right. They're Is trying... this an American-made movie? I. It's got an American actress in it, but it's got this. It's a German director. Well, what, uh, what's the woman doing in it? Well, they she gotta, doesn't have a penis. They gotta. They gotta. You know, put a story around it. So she's a psych. Is she the chef? She's, a, she's a criminal <laughs> psych student who sort of is investigating the story. I don't know how they. I, who who knows how they do this shit? Screenwriting. I don't know. So she's investigating the story, and she finds out, and she just kind of. They film the whole movie. Obviously, about we it. don't put any writing effort into the show, so we don't. Uh, how do you write stuff? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I mean, exactly. But I wonder, you know, I wonder if Melwes or and the lawyer are pissed because they didn't option it themselves, and they're just pissed because you know I could have made a million dollars off this movie. Well, I feel like the guy should get a royalty. <laughs> we should get something, maybe another severed penis to munch on. Maybe a you know one made of like a circus peanut or something, a replica. <laughs> Well, that's pretty fucking foul. You should win the Oscar for, you know, the sickest fuck to inspire a movie in that year. I mean, you know, this movie's not going to go anywhere. It's going to be straight to the video store. That was an Oscar category. Right. Isn't uh, Brokeback Mountain in that category? Maybe. (laughs) Inspired by true events. Well, so I I guess what I'm saying about this article is the Cannibalism Act occurred about a year ago. 
So it's technically not that current. Oh, you're gonna so you're gonna dock me points because it's not timely enough. Because you know I'm it beats ju- your I'm story. Saying, you know, you know what I'm saying. Well, that cannibalism act would beat my story because it's disgusting because he eats a penis. But this article isn't about the cannibalism act. This article is about a movie that's going to be made about it, which is a good thing. It's not really a sick thing. But the movie's fictional. But it's going to be great. It will be a good movie, and I'll definitely go see it. What, what are they going to call it? Uh, it's going to be called Rotenberg. Which is like the town that the town that this guy did all this shit in. It was called Rottenburg, <laughs> but Ro R O H instead of instead of R O T they say R O H T because I guess R O H in German means raw, <laughs> <laughs> well, which I isn't mean, really that's, accurate. That's well, not really because they ended up frying the penis. So. Yeah, but they first tried to eat it raw. Raw then fried. Like sushi penis. It should be more accurate with the title. Well, I don't know. I think I'm going to have to give that story. Uh, I don't know. This is a tough one. I almost just want to let this go out to the listening audience. It's got to go to a vote. I I think this is going to have to be a vote to decide who wins here. Me and you pay a lot of attention to this crap. So we heard this story a long time ago. Yeah, I remember. Like, I would have used that story. But the listening audience might not know about it. So, uh, you know. I, I feel like if somebody just heard this, I think they're going to lean my way. Since it became current again and in reference to it, I'm going to have to give that about an eight. I think I'm going to get the golden severed penis this week. The golden severed penis? Right. Perhaps you might. What, what are you giving it? I'm giving it an 8.6. An 8.6. So point one above my story. One-tenth above my story. Well, you know what? We're going to have to open this up to the listening audience. It's only audience. being handicapped on a technicality, so... Well, people, we open this up to a listening audience. Let you. I'm going to let the audience decide who wins the case of beer this week. Send us an email, sickandwrongpodcast at hotmail.com. You can also vote on MySpace at myspace.com slash sickandwrongpodcast. I think that's what it is. Something like that. Something well, anyways, like that. vote and uh, you can decide who wins the case of beer. I think the uh, face being bitten off is sicker, but I don't know. It's not sicker. It's just more recent. It's more recent. But even so, it happened a I, I guess ago. it's not more sick and wrong than eating a penis, so... I don't know, this is a consensual. tough one. Consensual. A consensual eating of a penis. It's definitely not more sick and wrong. God, it's, not it's even foul. A, it's, not even a, it's not even a question. It's foul. It's foul. So please vote. And, Purely a uh, technicality, but, you know, if the votes come in in your favor, I'll, I'll buy another case of beer. You'll buy a case of beer. Well, that'd be good. That'd be two wins for me. Well, anyways, uh, we must move on here. Um, I can almost hear the music. The, clo- the, the closing music. Well, you know what? I, I was checking the email just recently. We, we've been getting a lot of email. And um, one of our listeners, who actually we know, Vinny, sent in this article. And he was just like, you know, you should use this. And the article that he sent in was an article that I was going to use last week. And it's pretty fucking sick and wrong. So uh, Vinny sends this article. And he's like, you know, it should be neutral ground. But uh, I think he should mention it on the podcast. And I definitely think it merits mention here. So uh, this happened in Columbus, Ohio, about a week ago. Police said that a man hides in bathrooms and drinks boys' urine. <laughs> so, so this, uh, and this man was uh, a previously convicted of rape, so he's a sex offender that hides in bathrooms and drinks little boys' urine. A disturbing case was discovered uh, last Tuesday about a central Ohio man who allegedly told police... He likes to drink the urine of adolescent boys. Alan Patton, 54, is in jail after allegedly telling uh, police that he enjoys drinking urine. And police claim that uh, listening to him describe the act, the act itself, it's like listening to a cracker cocaine addict. He's addicted to children's urine. 
Man. <laughs> Isn't that just nasty? Why do people... I mean, okay, you and me, Taco Bell and MGD. I'm addicted to that. But that's all you need. You, people, you don't need to be eating penises, cheeks, urine, Taco Bell and MGD. That's all you need to sustain yourself for a very happy, healthy, and a long life. Did I wholeheartedly agree with you? I, I just don't get this. According to police... Patton claims that he's been drinking urine for years. He told us he's been doing it for over 40 years since he's been seven years old. What is because he just Dude, likes it? Does what he think f- it has magical powers or something? Does he think it keeps him young or something weird like that? Or is it just he's just a freak and he's addicted to it? No, police, police said that. This is what he told them. I mean, he like sat there being interrogated by police and pretty much just was like explained his, all of his actions. He, Patton told them that drinking the urine makes him sick. But that it's almost spiritual to him. He added, I like it because it makes me closer to them. It's like I'm drinking their youth. So he's like so a piss, vam- he's he's a piss like a vampire. Piss vampire. Yeah, it's like this guy feels that he's like becoming, like it rejuvenates him or something. In all seriousness, though, I mean, how far away is this guy from just molesting a kid? I mean, dude, the guy was convicted of rape previously, so I mean, he's oh, obviously he, a he's sex pretty offender. Close to he's already past yeah. that point. But but listen to this. So um, so really, he's restraining himself. But but listen to his his mo here, his uh, modus operandi. Police said he goes to family restaurants and movie theaters, waits for boys in a bathroom stall. He then shuts off the water to the child level urinal, the child level urinal, because he doesn't want man piss. Well, it's also the midget urinal. <laughs> what about midget piss? Is he fine with that? Oh, I wonder if midget piss just like if he's like, God, this is just this tastes this tastes like shit. It's like when you, you know, get, I want, I want like, the little boys when you get urine. a glass of wine that's turned bad. Well, anyways, I guess take he, it back, take I, it back. <laughs> <laughs> he shuts off the water to the child level urinal and urinal and puts a cup in the bottom of it. He then told police that he leaves the stall after the child leaves. Retrieves the cup and then drinks the urine immediately like a shot. This is why you can't have kids, people. Because you gotta now. You, now, now, if you have kids, you gotta warn them about this kind of shit. You have to say, now, Jimmy. You know, when you go to the bathroom, make sure there's not a Dixie cup in the bottom of the toilet. Uh, and if there is, you know, run away. Just hold it. Don't piss right. there. No. But a new Albany father. I guess this happening. Uh, he was at the movie theater. He played a role in Patton's arrest. He told someone at the movie theater that Patton was staring at his son in the bathroom. And the theater p- employee then called police, and Patton was subsequently arrested. Um, I guess he was a sexual predator who was convicted of rape about 13 years ago. So he's been collecting and drinking urine for like 40 years. I can't believe he doesn't have all kinds of medical problems. You know what I, you know what I find? Yeah, I mean, I guess he said it makes him sick. But you know what I find weird about this article? Let's say... Let's say your son went to the bathroom and uh, came out and was just like, hey, dad, there's a strange man in there that was looking at me pee. And then he drank my pee. (laughs) Dude, would you go in there and fucking freak out? Yeah, you knock the guy in his ass. Dude, I, you know, I don't know if I'd knock him because he's like covered in urine, but I think I might just take a baseball bat or a chair and bash his head in or something. Or you don't want the cup of urine to go splashing on you. I don't, I don't know. It's like this kid is going to be traumatized. He's like, yeah, my dad didn't do anything but told the usher. And it's like, you know, I used to work at a movie theater. That never happened to me. But I mean, if it did, I would just be like, you're a sick fuck. I don't know. I mean, if this guy was running out, would you tackle him and hold him till police the police came, or would you just let him go? I think I'd give him one of those like, like pokes to both shoulder with both my fingers and be like, "Hey, what the fuck are you doing? You're drinking urine. 
And you then, sick bastard. And then, yeah, once you got him to own up, then you'd knock him out. Well, anyways, uh, Vinny, thanks for sending that article can I, in. Can I propose, I think, an alternate title to the show? I think everything about this show, the alternate title besides Sick and Wrong, the podcast, should be why you shouldn't have fucking kids. Because the world is too <laughs> fucked up. I, I think that's what people gather from this show. Okay, it doesn't need to I, be said. I think said. that's what they glean from the show. It doesn't need to be but, said, but I've said it. But you know what? I, I was reading this article, and I'm just like, you know, this is a pretty sick article. And uh, I'd like to thank Vinny for sending it in to us. Yeah, nice one. And uh, yeah, invite every all listeners to send us in articles. But um, maybe we should send him like a, a 40 for sending this in, because this is pretty sick. I think we should. You know, we, you know, we should almost add this in the competition so people can vote on all three of our articles and decide which one's the sickest of the week. I don't know if people are going to want to give us their address, though. <laughs> yeah, they probably don't. <laughs> they could come to the Sick and Wrong Studios and, and pick it up, but they probably don't want to do that either. Yeah, they probably don't. But anyways, whatever. You can send us an email and uh, let us know. But we got to wrap up this show. Uh, I have so much business to take care of. It's it's Ash Wednesday. I got to, like, what, put a little piece of turd on my forehead is that what they do it's not called turd wednesday it's called ash wednesday isn't it excrement though like the ash of excrement i'm jewish i don't know how this works (laughs) it's ash ash from what like a cigarette oh i don't know are you catholic i think it's from uh i think it's from uh belson Belson. (laughs) (laughs) the the gas chamber so so it's an ash of some dead jews yeah, I think so. God, you're a sick bastard. I'm not a Catholic either. I don't know. Yeah, I'm but just you're guessing. gonna go drink some bottled urine right now. Well, I gotta go to the I gotta go to the restaurant down the street first. You probably do. Well, do thanks you know for where listening. Those Dixie cups are? Yeah, I don't know. Thanks for listening to Sick and Wrong. It's this is podcast number nine. Stay tuned for next week, podcast number ten. Until then, good night. Podcast number X. Good night.